Welcome, everyone. I am so happy to be here with you, and I'm I'm just so happy to be talking about what we're going to talk about today. I want to talk with you about something that is so important in our everyday life. In fact, we can't be happy without it. Isn't that interesting? And that's science. That's science research talking, let alone ancient wisdom talking. We can't be happy without it. The great leader of Buddhism says it perfectly. If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. The Dalai Lama. In fact, compassion is such a topic of modern day psychology and science, as well as like I said, ancient wisdom. Of all the great Tao teachers, Lao Tzu is the most famous. And 2,500 years ago, he wrote, compassion towards yourself, you reconcile all beings in the world. Let me repeat that. Compassion towards yourself, you reconcile all beings in the world. Compassion literally means to suffer together. Among emotional researchers, it's defined as the feeling that arises when you see another person suffering and you're motivated to relieve that suffering. Lao Tzu writes, simplicity, patience, compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Simplicity in actions and thoughts, you return to the source of being. Patient with both friends and enemies, you accord with the way things are. Compassion towards yourself, you reconcile all beings in the world. So the opposite of compassion is callousness, cold-heartedness, hard-heartedness, and heartlessness. Notice three Three out of the four use the word heart. So compassion really is a coming from our heart. I have come to believe, after being in the ministry for 35 years now, I have come to believe that one of the divine's greatest gifts that she ever gave us as human beings and also as four-legged beings, I don't know about you, but my dog, Dewey, oh, he is so compassionate so much of the time, and he is so empathetic. And sometimes I have to tell him, don't take on that person or don't take on my whatever struggle I'm going through. But I do believe that it is the divine's greatest gift to us. And while cynics may dismiss compassion as a touchy-feely or irrational, non-necessary expression or feeling, Scientists have proven differently. They've actually started to map the biological basis of compassion in our brain, suggesting that there is a deep evolutionary purpose for compassion. Research shows that when we feel compassion, our heart rate slows down, we secrete, secrete the bonding hormone oxytocin, oxytocin and reasons of regions of the brain linked to empathy 
create a sense of caregiving and feelings of pleasure in our own body, which often results in our wanting to approach and care for others. So compassion is like one of the greatest gifts of the divine. As human beings, we all have the potential to be happy. We all have the potential to be compassionate people. We also have the potential of being miserable and harmful to others. And the potential in all of us is within us. My wonderful, beautiful friend, Karen Karsh, has given us another song. Uh, she is the music director at the Center for Spiritual Living in Boulder Valley. I have the privilege of being the senior consulting minister there. Please come and join us. We're online. But she has given us a beautiful song about love and compassion. Just sit back and relax and then come on back because I have an amazing story to tell you. Say yes, sing again. I live from your lips. 
you sweet soul sister thank you so much gosh what a beautiful song oh, that so needs to be on the radio <laughs> thank you karen so i want to share a story with you but i have to warn you that over the years of telling this story at the pulpit i've never been able to tell the story without choking up so just bear with me the story about a young cab driver. The young cab driver arrived at the address and honks the horn with a little bit of uh, and no one came. So after a few minutes of irritation, he walks up to the door and he knocks on the door, knock, 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 and he hears a small, frail voice say, just a minute, just a minute, just give me a minute. And then he heard something being dragged across the floor. After a long pause, the door opens and a small woman in her 90s stands there. She's wearing a print dress and a pillbox hat with a veil and gloves. And it's, she looks like somebody out of the 1940s. And by her side, is a small pink nylon suitcase. All the furniture, as the cab driver looks in, notices that the furniture is covered with sheets. There are no clocks on the wall, no knickknacks or utensils on the counters. And in fact, There, he noticed that there in the corner, there was a cardboard box filled with photos and glassware. It says it right on the side. Will you carry my bag out to the car, she asked. He took the suitcase to the cab and then returned to assist the woman. She took his arm and they slowly walked down the stairs to the cab. He opens the door for her. She kept thanking him for his kindness. Oh, thank you, young man. Thank you for your kindness. And he was feeling a little bit chagrined at how hurried he had been and how irritable he was getting, waiting for her. You're such a good boy. Here's the address that I need to go to. But before we go there, can we just take a drive through town? Well, we can, ma'am, but it's not the shortest way, he said, thinking he'd like to save her some money. Oh, I don't mind, she says. I'm in no hurry, and I don't care how much it costs. You see, the address I gave you is the address to the hospice center, and I don't have any family left, and the doctor said that I don't have very long. 
at that, the young cab driver reached over and shut off his meter. That route you would like me to take? Where would you like to go, he says. So for the next two hours, they drove around the city. She showed him her middle school where she got her first kiss. Freddie was his name. They drove by the building that she had once worked at as an elevator operator. They paused for a long while in front of the church where she and George got married 64 years ago. They sat in front of the house that she and George lived in most of their lives together. And she explained, you know, we never had children for, for a variety of reasons, but we rescued animals. We rescued animals and I am so looking forward to seeing all my four-legged friends and mostly my beloved George soon. So at the first hint of dusk, she suddenly said, I'm tired, we can go now. They drove in silence to the address she had first given him. It was a low building, like a small convalescent home, with a driveway that passed under a portico. Two orderlies came out to the cab as soon as they pulled up. They were solicitous and very attentive to her. Obviously, they had been waiting for her. The cab driver opened the trunk and took the small suitcase out. The woman, already in the wheelchair, said, Young man, what do I owe you? Nothing, he said, absolutely nothing. And she said, but you have to make a living. And she insisted that she pay him. He took her hand and he said to her, you gave me the most priceless gift today of joy. And he hugged her and she held him tightly. They had truly bonded through the journey of her life. He squeezed her hand and watched her being wheeled into the building. And as the door shut, it was the sound of a closing life. He didn't pick up any more passengers that day. He knew on this very day that great moments are filled with compassion and love. And he was indeed changed forever. And by the way, this is a true story. As the great Dalai Lama reminds us, love and compassion are necessities not luxuries. Without them, humanity cannot survive. So our prime purpose in life is to be compassionate, is to help others. The Dalai Lama says, if you can't help them, at least don't hurt them and be compassionate. So today, and throughout the week, before we come together next week at noon mountain time for Treasures from the Tao, practice compassion, 
have fun with it. Maybe you'll be at the grocery store and you see someone that needs help carrying a, a, a basket or something. And I want to thank the New Thought Media Network for producing this show. I'm so grateful to you, Robert, and your team. Please consider donating to them. There is a link um, in the description of, the, of this video. So have a great compassionate week, everybody. And by all means, be compassionate with the one in the mirror. I love you all. We'll talk to you later. Bye now. Thank you.